Trees and Nylon podcast. I am your host, Trees and Nylon, and I am joined today by a mad scientist of chalk. His name is Michael Doan, and he is the founder, CEO of OnCrux, which is a little, is a little chalk brand that um, has been so gracious enough to send me some samples, and I really like it. And we'll get into the why it's so great in a second. I'm just I'm I'm hyping him up a little bit, you know. I gotta I gotta <laughs> I gotta stroke him off a little bit first before we jump into the podcast, but. Um, Michael, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. And I, I know I did a little bit of intro for you, but how would how would you describe who you are to the people and outside of the brand? Of course, we'll get to that. Who am I outside the brand? Oh man, that's a hard <laughs> one. It's so so broad. I like specific questions. But how, who I am as a person? I would like to think I'm honest and truly did. I'm a bad liar. <laughs> uh, and I like to, I can work long hours for what I see <laughs> from doing this. That's, that's the kind Very of person nice. I am. I am. I am an ox. I can go an ox. forever. <laughs> and I think that's, that's like wonderful. my highlighting point from everyone that works with me is that I can continue working when no one else is working. Wow. Determination. Lovely stuff, yeah. man. Lovely stuff. Well, thank you so much for coming to the podcast today. And this isn't an entrepreneur Sigma Grindset podcast. This is a Trees and Nylon podcast. We're going to be oh. talking today about trees <laughs> and also nylon going through a past, present, and future progression with both of those. So the question for you is, would you like to talk about trees or nylon? And we're actually going to switch it up a little bit here. I had to get my spiel out. I'm like, my eyes glaze over and my I just like, it blacks out whenever I say that. But we're actually not going to be talking about nylon as much with you today. We're going to be talking yeah. about chalk or i guess magnesium <laughs> magnesium carbonate is what Trees it is and magnesium carbonate will be the <laughs> the name of the episode today um, it's not the only thing that's made of, of chalk you can use other things there are yeah, just yeah. other desiccants that exist in this world of course but we'll of talk course. about chalk today <laughs> we'll definitely talk about chalk today um so yeah you let me know do you want to talk about trees or uh chalk first uh let's talk about trees Awesome. Yeah. So give me and I guess the listeners as well some background on uh, how you got started going outside. Oh, man, I've been going all outside since <laughs> I was a kid, to be honest. Um, really? I think my first experience I can remember is my dad taking me out to, was it Yellowstone? I forget which park it was, but or it was, I think it was, what, what's that park in the California with the big, the great tree, great, great redwood trees? Sequoia. Or there's Sequoia, also a redwood there forest. Yeah, Sequoia. That's where I went. And we've been doing that and I've always enjoyed it ever since. And, you know, um, I go, I used to go almost every month all the time. I would go on hikes. Wow. Um, wow. I love hiking. Um I didn't really get serious about it until probably, I would say, in my 20s, when I was mm -hmm. early 20s, I started doing lots of hikes. I think at the age of 25, I did the, um, oh, what was that called? I can't remember. Um, the highest point in California. It's. I have no idea. I can Google it really quick. It is. Why, why can't I do that? I completely forgot. I'm drawing a blank. I, I it's the John Mears Trail. Uh, Mount Whitney. 
Not Whitney. There you go. <laughs> there it is. That was a hard one. I actually <laughs> attempted that um, once, and I we failed <laughs> with my group and I. Wow. Uh, it was really difficult. Um, someone actually got injured the first time, and so you know we didn't want to submit uh, submit the mountain without everyone there, and so. Mm. We, we walked back and the winds were blowing at like during that time 70 miles per hour Jeez, how Super far up did dangerous. you get before they got injured uh i can't recall it was it was like i think we got all the way up to the um stairs of hell uh i forgot what that part is it's basically the last leg of stag a back, bunch of switchbacks 100 switchbacks mm-hmm. on that trail it was <laughs> an elevation gain of like 2000 all at once in one one to two hours it was rough and uh that's where the winds were and that's because it's towards the peak right um Mm -hmm. so it's it got pretty crazy and we had to turn back that sounds wild man that is crazy uh that's probably the hardest hike i probably have done but that you know i enjoyed the regular clamping i enjoy that Mm. quite often (laughs) who doesn't man i mean there's something special about going backpacking but if you can just sit down by the fire at the end of the night and you're right by your car there's there's a beauty in that oh yeah bonfires <laughs> was, was a thing like you know i i'm in socal right and so we're mm. we're like a beach state and so oh, yeah. we used to go to bonfires all the time so oh yeah that's sick fun. i've only seen those in like 90s teen movies where they all go down to the beach for the bonfire yeah they're actually real <laughs> people actually do those things it's like you know <laughs> <laughs> it was based off something i guess that makes sense um well, that's awesome uh tell me i mean you said earlier you don't you haven't gone outside in years but is this true have you actually not or is that just a meme yeah it's true um it's been wow. about two years now ever since i started this business it's um mm-hmm. truly taken my entire life <laughs> it's almost 24 7 and you know it's a lot of work and i i really can't walk away yeah. not now not at the state that it's in mm-hmm. because it's we're at the scaling portion of this business and it's just 12 hours every day with me and my girlfriend <laughs> congrats by the way on my girlfriend thank you thank you <laughs> of course um so I guess, with, barring the fact that you don't go outside now, let's just say, however many years it's going to take to get out of that scaling process, what's like the first place you want to go to? First place I want to go to, I want to go see Havasupai again. That was one of the most gorgeous spots I've ever been to. And, you know, it's right here, right near Arizona. It's right off, it's part of the Grand Canyon. Um, mm. it's an, uh, Indian reserve. And so, mm. and then you have to hike, I believe 10 miles, but it's really easy. It's mostly flat, but it's super beautiful. If you Google the pictures now, you know, right think, now. Like, this doesn't <laughs> exist. Like there's no way water is this blue. <laughs> and then when you go, you're like, Whoa, wow. Beautiful. Like it doesn't look real. No, it, it looks like, um, <laughs> like spring water like like yellowstone water where it's like boiling it looked like it'd be super hot mm-hmm. wow that is really cool i've never that. seen that before yeah well nice what's some what's another place give me give me another give me two more 
two more places that you want to go to we can daydream together oh my friends did the um the that trail in spain the 500 long oh yeah 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 it's like called the crown of something but it's in spanish i want to do something extremely long <laughs> just get away from days. everything i've never done that before and so you know i take it off my brother because he he he's in a he's in he's an alpinist and he hasn't gone out in a while but he likes to just pack gear and go straight <laughs> and that's <laughs> what they do right and so they just try to survive and i want to do something survival like and i think that's one of those things that i can possibly see myself have you ever doing. have you ever been backpacking yeah. before oh yeah the uh the mount whitney that's oh, the, yeah, uh, the duh, obviously, obviously. Yeah, yeah yeah but other than that i've done a few hikes in yosemite i've been to yosemite probably at least 20 times in my life wow so so i'm not new to backpacking it's a okay it's a regular pretty regularly <laughs> but i just don't have the time now but i wish i could go back because that's where like all the motivation happens you know where mm -hmm. like you sit there and you're walking for hours and you know there's not much to talk about but and you're literally stuck in your own head and you know i won't deny that this business probably was a product of that you know just because i was able to just stay away you know and look back and reflect on what i can do yeah yeah um hiking it, it give, will help give me give me one more what's another one and then we can mm. uh, then i have questions for you let's see another place i want to go that's hard there's so many places <laughs> you only get one you get one more pick you've already used the first two Mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything with ice because I hate the cold. What do I want to yeah. do? Can't go wrong with going back to Zion. But I haven't been to Yellowstone since I was a kid, so mm -hmm. I would like to go to Yellowstone again because like those memories back when I was 10 or 8, I can't remember any of them. It, they're just blurred pictures in my head right now. And yeah. I want to relive yeah. those moments. Yellowstone, Glacier, Tetons, all those places are just those are top tier in my mind. So is Zion though too. So I mean, you said a lot of good answers. There's a lot. Yeah. There's so many, you know. Yeah. And it's all here in the, in our nation. So it's like you don't really have to go far to see beautiful sights, you know. It is really crazy. Um, I did notice a lack of eastern. Eastern hikes, Eastern U.S. hikes in there. Oh, yeah. You, know, you got the Smokies. You don't like it or you just don't want to go? I don't know. I don't know anything about the ah. Eastern Sierras. So I only know everything West Coast. I haven't explored too much. He's a Cali boy. He hasn't gone out. I'm a Cali boy. <laughs> you haven't explored the Great East. You should do the Appalachian Trail. That's only That only takes like, what, six months for people? Appalachian Trail. All right. I'll note that down. Have you I not heard of that? that? Have you not heard the Appalachian Trail? I have, but it's okay, just been okay. a while, you know. I've, I've yeah, been you've so been inside for two years in your cave. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't. You haven't like I, can't, I can't recall the, the the Mount Mount Whitney because yeah, I've been so hyper focused on what I'm doing that I mm. forgot everything I've done, and you know my memory is not the best. I have my memory is not the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, that's not. Yeah, I, I know a couple people, uh, even Robbie, who hiked the Appalachian Trail. What was it last year? Two years ago? Something like that. I think it was last year. Um, yeah, it was like a six month journey for him. And they were like documenting every step. It's pretty cool because I mean, you hear you like go to REI and you hear about the people who did it from like the guys or whatever, but seeing like intimate details and like talking to them about it, it was really cool. Like all the because I'm not I'm kind of a poser. I don't go really backpacking. I'll do like one off trips. <laughs> so I don't actually like do the whole week in the woods thing. I'd like to at some point, but um, that sounds like a logistics nightmare to me. I'd have to overcome a lot of uh like fears. It's a lot of planning. Yeah. It's a lot of planning. Counting your calories, everything. Yeah. To make sure that you have enough and you're light enough. It's it's a lot of work. Yeah. So yeah. and like making sure you have enough water and mm-hmm. yeah. It's just it's a whole deal. But one day I'll do it probably. Most likely. Yeah. We'll see. I enjoy here. I enjoy my one off backpacking trips. So you you like to go solo? No, no, no. What by one off I mean just like one night. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll go. Maybe I'll go to the East Coast sometimes and then you show me around. Oh yeah. I got a great oh, spot. Christ. It's actually on the Appalachian Trail, but uh it's not it's only like a couple miles in. It's nothing crazy. Right? Yeah. Something small. Yeah. Something too hard. Yeah, something small. Something <laughs> get used get used to the, the sights out here. <laughs> I can't do more than five miles right now. Not, not even. It's too hard. <laughs> yeah you'll totally we'll get shape. you we'll get you accustomed <laughs> to it again <laughs> nice dude uh is there anything else that you'd like to say about uh the tree section of this podcast i don't know what did i have to... i love nature and i think i would say that it's part of me mm-hmm. and i wish to come back to it but it's just i've been away from it so long that I do kind of miss it. I just miss the images that I see. Mm-hmm. The big spectacular mountains, the large valleys, you know, the wide rivers. Yeah. It's it's a I've been everywhere almost. <laughs> <laughs> All over California. I've been to every state park and um wow. national park. Almost. I've been up and down the coast everywhere. Very impressive. I've so, I haven't done that. I mean, there's less offered it. here in uh, the east, but I haven't done that. Yeah, I don't want to go on the floor. I make it sound like it's like whatever, but it's because I've literally been I've been out so often that I feel like it's part of me. <laughs> but like here I am, like I can't recall it and recount any of the experiences. Yeah, kind of funny. second nature. <laughs> you had to. You have to. Uh, you have to repress it to keep yourself from going insane with all the long hours. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, that leads me to my next question. This is kind of a lead into the chalk section of the podcast, but I want to know, like, obviously it's climbing chalk. I don't think we, I even said that it's, it's climbing chalk. Um, it can be used for other things, but it, on the website, it looks like it's mostly for climbing. Um, it's, it's for all sports, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's any handheld grip sport, you know, any, anywhere where your, your, your hands are sweating, but, and you need a grip. To compete right and if you lose your grip that's detrimental to the sport that you're competing in yeah. uh, either either gymnastics powerlifting anything even tennis or even really? pickleball yeah because the grip sometimes do, will they, be sweating. do they normally do that or is that just like something that you think would be a good idea I'm, you know you know i thought about the basics of where everyone would need shock you know gymnastics <laughs> and you know as i continued this journey of mine 
you run into people like, oh, I could use it for this. And, you know, I have all, I have, I talk to a lot of people and people tell me they could use it for sh shooting guns because the hand sweat. I was like, really? I didn't even think about that. Really? And, yeah, me neither. And the craziest part is that I found out that they love the liquid chalk the most because the liquid chalk doesn't really, re uh, the residue of the chalk in your hand doesn't come off. So it's uh -huh. really important for gun using because Dust getting into the barrels can really cause damage to the gun and could be very dangerous. So, dude, the amount of places where people tell me they can use shock, it doesn't end. If they keep thinking of new ideas of how to use it. <laughs> nice stuff, man. Because so many people have sweaty hands. Yeah. I mean, issue. my hands are all dry and fucked up. They're crazy. You can't really see on the Zoom, but uh, I have like notoriously dry hands and I've been trying to alleviate that, but we can talk about that in a, in a sec. Anyway, my yeah. original question was going to be, um, what what activity kind of led you down this path? Are you, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a wraparound. What am I doing like this? Do you climb? I do climb. I've been awesome. I don't know why. Since I was like 23, that. I believe. And for reference, he's 84 years old. He looks great. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing old. Actually, only 34. Probably <laughs> <laughs> like time for 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. Wow. Impressive so stuff. I have an idea. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess this, this would be like the past. This, this will count as a past of chalk. Uh, you climbed for 10 years and you, what, you saw a gap in the industry. You're like, this is. Oh, and man. side note, side note, remember, remember how far do we want to go back and talk <laughs> deep into this? Because I know it's kind of weird. I guess we should talk about like what I do, right? Actually, because yeah. I'm a chemist, I'm a cosmetic chemist mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And so uh, I found myself in a peculiar spot, uh, part of my life when I'm doing this, or it's very unique what I do, right? I do cosmetics, but I also love climbing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, climbing started blowing up just recently. Yeah. Uh, within the last 10 years, it just kept getting larger and larger and larger and to the point where we're now in the Olympics, right? So it's, it's a little wild. And so throughout my life, you know, I've been, I've been doing business for a while uh, in general. I've had a lot of mentors. And so uh, I saw a gap into where I fit, I can see myself fitting in and I can solve actual real problems. Um, and so I started trying to make like a lot of people were using liquid chalk in the beginning told me that they didn't like the smell. And so <laughs> I think it was in 2016 that I attempted my own liquid chalk formulation and mm -hmm. I tried to tackle, um, non-scented liquid chalk, <laughs> but uh, it's basically alcoholist. Mm -hmm. So, and there are materials that exist that does it. And, but then that didn't really play through because the cost of those materials was extremely expensive. Mm -hmm. um, they basically volatile compounds that don't smell. Kind of like alcohol. Yeah. But just and the reason, why, the reason why people use ethanol or alcohols in the first place, right, is because the it evaporates very easily. So mm -hmm. imagine trying to put chalk in your hand and your hands stay wet. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want that to happen because uh, then that defeats the purpose. But yeah, um, that happened, that didn't go well. And then literally COVID happened. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where, and that's when I actually quit my job 
at my family's place because um, we were, oh, I love them. They're my family. <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes you need to literally grow by leaving them, you know? And because I felt like I, I've been, I'm a pretty, pretty privileged kid, you know? Like my parents grew me up really, really well. You know, I had everything they provided for me, but, you know, they also held me accountable. Um, and they also worked me to the bone. And, you know, I didn't really appreciate it back then. Now, looking back, you know, <laughs> because they, I used to work so hard under them. But then that actually prepped me for what I'm doing now. And um, it's a lot more work. And I understand their gripe and <laughs> the gripe of owning a business. It's a whole lot of responsibility. And but. I'm going on a tangent, right? <laughs> no, you're all good. I actually had a question about just like going all the way back. Uh, you said you're yeah. a chemist. Tell me, like, did you go to school for chemistry? Oh, um, I went to Cal State Fullerton and I majored at, uh, as a biochemist, BS, at Cal mm -hmm. State Fullerton. And I did a lot of research there. And so that's the only background i have with science actually oh yeah the <laughs> only background he has is a biochem degree yeah i don't know if i believe this guy <laughs> that's it and you know and it's kind of funny i'm going another tangent but a lot of people always tell me that um they never use a degree in any way and i'm just like i use my degree as much as possible everything <laughs> i learned in school i had to use <laughs> like all the science concepts, everything that I use to make cosmetics, I use it in school because the basics, basic concepts define and teach you how to move forward. Yeah. Just like math. Like if you, you know, you have to use, like you have to learn algebra before you can figure out how to do geometry. You need to do geometry before you can figure out how to do calculus. And it's, yeah, have to learn. Yeah. You sound a bit like the uh, the Walter White of chalk. I'm gonna be honest. Everything's <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> but yeah, well, wait. I got a uh, someone came in and uh, I got distracted. Um, oh good. <laughs> I just asked you about your background and how you got into it. Um, but it's good. We can move on to the next one now. Um, okay. I guess talk about why you started on Crux. I started on Crux because uh because of covid that's right yeah it happened because of covid um i literally during the time a lot of uh, the gyms were halfway shutting down halfway opening and um one of the reasons why i started was because i think on online articles everywhere they were saying that you can't go to the gym Mm -hmm. because the chalk dust had COVID on it. And so that was a really big indicator for gyms to really um, push the whole uh, liquid chalk deal. And so there's only, you can only use liquid chalk. And so that's the moment where I was like, all right. Uh, so they, we were forced to buy liquid chalk, sorry. And so yeah. I bought a bunch of liquid chalk and I started using them. And I, I realized that, um, all these brands that are buying were drying out. They had so many issues with them. And then like no one would notice it to naked eye but because I work in cosmetics, right? I, I can see things that are unstable just by simply looking at them, you know? And so I 
saw separation in the liquid chalk and I bought other, I brought every single brand on Amazon <laughs> and I, and I put them on beakers, you know, I did, uh, I did observational, um, uh, uh, tests basically, uh, I let them sit and guess what? Every single liquid chalk, um, there was sedimentation. And so mm-hmm. the, the mixture wasn't really homogeneous at that point. Um, it didn't stay stable. Yeah. It wasn't suspending. And, you know, being keen to detail, I realized I, I started watching people use the liquid chalk. Like I would be sitting at the gym, just watching people. Yeah. Like, yeah. The classic boulder just goes there and doesn't climb for three hours. <laughs> and then there were uh, so many of them realized so many people do not shake the liquid chalk bottle because it's not, it's not intuitive for them to, you know, you, you expect yeah. to buy any bottle. You, sh- you All you do is just dispense it. Mm-hmm. But because the people don't shake, what happens at the end of the day is liquid comes out first. Right. And then repeated use and you forget, you forget to um, shake the bottle only the, the alcohol part, which keeps the the chalk sediment or keeps the chalk suspended in the first place mm-hmm. from uh, drying out, right? As well, and so now you're left with the ratio of alcohol to chalk, and the, the chalk concentration is way higher. Now you right. have this this, loop, this chunky paste, which eventually gets hardened and it won't even come out. <laughs> and you know i started this and then you know on my journey it gets even crazier right you know i i i i started going man i can figure this out because there's an issue and i can solve this problem because i knew that i could you know i had i have a a list of ingredients which i could use at at my disposal and i readily use them so i was really like in the right spot at the right time to really and so i did it after doing, oh man, I would give myself, I went through like 50 something ingredients. <laughs> Maybe 80 different test runs to see whether or not my formulation worked. And it took me two months. Only two months? And you solved the crisis? To solve the crisis. <laughs> and I was like, wow. But you know, you know, it seems pretty fast, but it's not. It took a lot of work. Yeah, that's two months of a lot of hours. But on paper, two months is a lot of hours. And yeah, no one, no one sees it. They think that this thing just magically came about, but it Mm -hmm. didn't. It's it's lots of work. And so yeah, and then I came out with the. I've tested it. I mean, I can, I can show you pictures. of the sedimentations i have all these experiments and uh, yeah and and that's what i do i show everyone you know because i'm like hey i solved the problem that's what i do to, to every all like all the retail stores i i, I uh, sell to and if they ask mm-hmm. so i actually have proof of uh, a concept something that you mentioned earlier that i wanted to to give you praise for was um the you talking about the scent of chalk and it reminded me you said liquid chalk smells bad I want to say your powder chalk smells great. I don't know it if this smells is... great. Have you heard this before? Oh, oh it is a distinct smell to it. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I work with it. It goes through my face all day long, but 
I didn't it smells kind of like like berries, like fruit almost. It's it's a it's a wild smell. It smells awesome, but I have no idea why, and you might not know why, and that's okay. I just wanted to put it out there that if you want your chalk to smell good, I mean, it's right there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't add anything to it. It smells the way it smells. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why. It, yeah, I know, I know it smells like something. I didn't know what it was, mm-hmm. but it's like some sort of berry. I can't, I couldn't put my my finger on it either yeah. but yeah i don't I, I don't add a scent of fragrance to it not at all i'm, I'm actually against it <laughs> yeah you got to keep the purity of it up yeah exactly any any type of oil would lower um the efficacy of chalk and its yeah. ability to absorb so you don't want to add any type of moisture to it or anything you want it to be as dry as possible because that's how it's made Wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Um, I got that for you. And then I guess if you want to talk about the current, the status of Oncrux right now, be my guest. The floor is yours, man. Uh, status of Oncrux. Uh, <laughs> well, currently, huh, what should I say? We're growing really quickly. Mm-hmm. We're currently in about uh, 120 gyms. In the U.S., nice, I would say in 30 states. I haven't looked. It's month to month. We've been growing 30% every month. Wow. In the last three months. It's been a wild ride. And <laughs> <laughs> the, the state of the business is, is going, it's kind of crazy. You, you, you'll be surprised to hear that it's being run mostly by three people right now. Mm-hmm. So a team of three. I have me and then my girlfriend, Brenda. And then my sales guy, who I think who you met, right? Who said yeah, that yeah, I've, I've right? had some talks. Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam's a man. Sam's a man. <laughs> Sam's a man. That's all. When are you coming to Georgia? When's the when's the expansion to my climbing gym that I won't say publicly, but I will say afterwards if you want me to know. Where in Georgia? Um, north of Atlanta. North Atlanta. Yeah. I. I'm so glad ever since I started this business, I can offload some responsibilities to people. So I don't know at the top of my head. Wow. Congratulations. I can ask, uh, what, what gyms are we in? We're in active climbing. Okay. Both active climbing and Athens in Grove. Nice. That's where uh, UGA is. Yes. What's UGA? Wait, sorry. I said yes. University, University of Georgia. The, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I didn't go there, but I just know that it's over there. Um, yeah, I mean, I can I could give you some names of other gyms that I know are super popular in the area. I'm sure you do your own research, but and there's a reason why you were there. But anyway, um, I appreciate it, but you know, we've uh, we have I have yeah. every list of gyms already existing. I got you. On our I would assume so. <laughs> I would assume so. <laughs> we're on top of it. Yeah, I mean, you got to be. 30% yeah, growth? Yeah. I, three months straight? There's a funny story about that, by the way. Yeah. I want to tell this story about how I'm, how dumb I am, you know, and <laughs> how how my, how how important it is to have people that aren't that are good at things and people that are good. You know, everyone has their own things that they're good at, right? So when I first started this company, how I found all these gyms, guess how I did it? Yeah, you know, I did it the very hard, extremely hard way. I literally typed in climb gyms on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. And I wrote on every address, you know, that, 
if you can't figure out how to do that, that's the first thing you do, right? That's the yeah. first thing everyone can think of. And so I did that for the first <laughs> 400 gems I found. And then my girlfriend comes into my life and she, and she scrapes it and figures it out in a matter of 30 minutes. And then she has all the gym lists. I'm just like, damn it. It took me 80 hours <laughs> to do that. It took her 30 minutes. <laughs> you're the chemist, man. You're the chemist. You're not the you're not the chemist, right? I'm really good at so, so many <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's um hey, people have people have yeah. strengths. That's why you have a team with you. You can't do it all on your own. That's why you have a team. And that's the biggest takeaway from I would say running this business. You need a team. You need a team. Need a team. Yeah. Not trees and nylon. Can't afford a team. <laughs> Patreon's not paying me Dude. the money. Yeah. Hey, maybe Dude. one day. I have I have delusions of grandeur where I'm like, yeah, I'll go on tour one day. It'll be great. But uh, I actually watched some of your podcasts. You you uh interview you did interview a lot of big names. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you got this, dude. As someone with a marketing degree, I'm just like, I don't know if I'm not doing a good enough job marketing it. I don't know if I got on the big names too early and they're not like pulling in the views that they should be. I don't know. It's just fun yeah, anyway. It's a hobby. This is I never expected this to be my job. So Yeah. I just like having conversations with cool people. Yeah, exactly. I like I, I love your take on it though, the whole approach of trees and nylons. Because you get a more personalized version of them rather than the whole, you know, business side of what yeah. they're good at. Because, you know, at the end we're all people, all of us. Mm-hmm. yeah and i mean that, that's what it is too everyone everyone's got their own opinions on things and everyone's got their own uh their own story i like to hear their own story especially for like some of these pages on instagram where there's no face like mine <laughs> has no face connected to it and it's kind of or like a mood board page where there's literally like no even personal posts you can just kind of see who they really are behind everything i think that's pretty cool to see and i think the fans also appreciate that because it's like I'm unmasking in a way just their voice but also their personality so it's always fun yeah thank you for having me thank you for yeah. thank you for yeah man let me show myself I've never had a chemist on the pod before as far as I know and I've never done a podcast so. <laughs> you're doing great you're doing great um let's talk about the future of on crux now Obviously, um, you're going to come and you're going to sell chalk specifically in the gym that I go to. That's in the future. But besides that, what else are you planning on doing? Oh, we plan. Oh, man. It's, there's so many things. We can approach just so many ways, right? Um, I'm already booked just selling chalk. But, <laughs> you know, when, you know, Sam, Sam's picture is, you know, he wants to create an empire. <laughs> and I'm like, you can. We can, but it's going to take time. And, yeah. you know, we have to slowly increase the line because I'm making everything, you know, still, you know, I'm doing a lot of labor still, mm-hmm. a good portion of it. Um, but soon that won't be the case. And, you know, I want, to, we're extending our product line to sell, uh, we're going to sell blocks now. Um, that's a new thing. Um, and we're working on um, basically chalk bags, possibly. And more accessory merch items. Nice. I, uh, wearing fanny packs, so I want to make a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> a fanny pack for Chuck. You need no to revolutionize reason. the game. <laughs> but because I think it would sell well, and yeah, 
Interesting. And is it good? Is it just going to be a fanny pack, or is there going to be like a chalk element to it? Where it's like fleece lined, and you can put chalk in it and zip it up when you go up the wall, and then zip it and chalk up. I I want it to be more universal. I okay. Would say. More universal, more techie. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, Te- yeah. The technical fabrics of it all. I like that. Yeah, because it has to be, you know, because you you go out, you know, in the chalk bags, you go out and you see everyone. They don't just go out in Boulder with um <laughs> with their shoes and chalk. They have brushes. They have five different brushes. They have <laughs> brushes with extender sticks. They have <laughs> yeah. They have everything. They have tapes of every single size. Um, I will also get tape as well, but you know. Taping is a uh, more accessories. Uh, I want to create. I want to innovate. So, and that's my goal. Um, I do have something that's. Uh, where is it? Don't have it here. <laughs> right here, I have a bunch of different liquid chalks. Um, they're more clear, and so you know, I'm a. Everyone's aware that chalk. Magnesium carbonate is the thing to use, but little does the world know. I mean, they <laughs> should know that there are there exists ingredients that are other there are desiccants other than magnesium carbonate, and you know they come in different. Uh, there's so many different ingredients. A lot of it is silica, and silica is one of them. And so I've been trying this thousands of silica by the way because you can create <laughs> silica in different forest forms and crystalline structures. Um, you know that's not where I excel. I just know that it exists, right? And so yeah. I'm testing and playing with these ingredients, and look how clear it is. And it comes on clear, but also your hands are dry. But you know I don't like some of them because some of them actually give off a slippery feel. And people, you you'll start to notice like if you're in the field like I do, and I've touched so many things. I think that's like what I have a sixth sense for is like mm-hmm. people people don't put the sensory um what am I trying to say they don't have their sensory feel to know what that what's good because I've I'm in climbing I've been mm-hmm. climbing years um I've tried every chalk product I know what people don't and don't like and p- what people like is something that feels sticky so it's kind of funny. I was using calcium carbonate because, you know, calcium carbonate and magnesium carbonate are only off by one an- uh, cation. So, you know, it's literally one element. Yeah. So, <laughs> when you, <laughs> and you use it, it feels slippery. And so you would think that, and calcium carbonate is basically chalkboard markers. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what you, that's what you see in chalkboard markers. And when you use those materials, it feels it's drying for your hands, but it's still mm. slippery. And so I believe that type of chalk makes sense for gymnastics, where you need to, when you're spinning and gripping and you're sliding, yeah. you don't want to be completely sticky. Whereas mm. there are materials like magnesium carbonate and other materials, which I don't want to speak about because I want people to do their own research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to figure it out. <laughs> they, uh, they, they feel much more drying. And there are some desiccants where I put on my hand where it feels like your skin becomes wrinkly almost because you can see the moisture being sucked out of them. It's it's kind of insane. It's like, and then I wouldn't use those because it's overly drying, you know, and everyone's mm. skin biome is very different. 
completely yeah. different. Like, yeah, mine's fucked up. Mine's bad. <laughs> I don't have any moisture. And then I don't my either. girlfriend has super wet hands. So even when I'm doing tests, they don't make sense. It has to mm. be very particular to like to how sweaty that person's hands are. Yeah. I mean, okay. if we're going to keep comparing you to Walter White, your chalk that like you put on the market could be the clear chalk. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's a Chalkenberg's Chalkenberg's clear chalk. I know, blue. No yeah. <laughs> I know no one's figured something out like this yet. And so I am working to try something new. It was very cool stuff. Well, I'm I'm also gonna say, and this is I'm glad you brought up the dry hands thing. My hands are super dry, and it's something I struggle with since I started climbing because I never noticed it. Um, and now I'm like perpetually, I just have like skin flaking off my fingers perpetually. Um, mm -hmm. which it doesn't it? bother. I don't know if you could see it on the. Oh yeah, you have a a dry skin issue. Ooh, yeah, you're one I of those. Do. You're one of the rare on the extreme side of dryness and extreme wet hands. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I wouldn't even use chalk if I were you. And that's what I tell people. I when when I do demos, I ask yeah. people, "Can I see your hands?" And they ask, "Should I use?" Because I have a hand salve as well, right? So I have mm. because you know chalk is inherently drying for the skin, right? It absorbs moisture and strips yeah. the sebum of your skin, and um, you really don't. You really need to educate the, the the climbing community needs to really educate themselves on what when to use what. Right, because mm -hmm. that's really important. Like someone with very wet hands would never need a hand self. They won't because the hands already moisturized. Yeah, yeah. what they can yeah. use it for is like you know cuts and tears to help like alleviate it. It's synonymous mm -hmm. to like your lips. You know how your lips get cut mm -hmm. and chapped, right? And you put on chapstick and you get that instant relief. Same for your hands. You know, the hand bombs and hand cells are ingredient wise consists of the same materials interesting i've i've never even heard of a hand salve before for climbing or for helping oh, with climbing i mean if you if you look at your chapstick material and look at ingredients and you compare the ones on your hand salve, same thing close. yeah close. i was using elizabeth arden's like hand lotion like super moisturizing hand lotion and that was doing the trick for me i just haven't bought it anymore yet but uh, if i apply that like three times a day my hands look normal. And then I go climbing yeah. once and they just get immediately messed up again. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe yes. see the thing with the thing with no chalk is that I feel like I've got too much extra skin on my hands too. So I get, I like, I yeah. get calluses really easily too. I don't know. It's mm -hmm. all, I'm all messed up. But um, the last thing I want to say, last thing since talking about my hands specifically, I didn't have a chance to climb with your liquid chalk. But I did put some on last night when I got the package and just did some like hangboard stuff like pull ups and like crimps and stuff like that. And it worked really well. And my hands were not as dry as they usually look. And again, I didn't do a full session, so I can't tell you exactly, but they don't sure, look that yeah. bad. They usually they at this time, they usually be like flaking right now, like a day after, but they're looking better. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that's another issue with liquid chalk. And there's another uh, I, th I think we talked about this briefly. Um, I believe we talked about the type of alcohol in liquid chalk that's being yeah. used. Um, and, you know, alcohol and ethanol is a oil solubilizer. And mm. what that is, is it basically picks up oils and, you know, solubilizes it. So, you know, water and oil, two immiscible liquids that don't blend. 
alcohol oil, it would dissolve in it. That's what I mean. And so imagine that going into your skin oils and then really picking it up and then drying off. And, right. and you know, that, that, that happens naturally. So alcohols are inherently drying, no matter what alcohol you use, whether mm-hmm. it's an ethanol or an alcohol. And then another issue is with people use ethanol, you know, you know, you know, hand sanitizers and liquid chalk, they're literally very close in chemical <laughs> formulation. Yeah. Um, but the issue is hand sanitizer is a drug and it's re- it's highly regulated by the FDA. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's regulated is because of the dangers of ethanol being used, right? And you you can see it over, uh, like I said earlier, uh, during COVID, <laughs> people were trying to make hand sanitizers because of, you know, it kills germs. And yeah. of that is that people were trying to bank on, on this disaster and make a lot of hand sanitizers, but they were using unsafe ethanols. And a lot of unsafe ethanols are are laced with uh, methanol, which is highly corrosive to your skin. <laughs> yeah. Like it, I don't know if it's corrosive or or if it's um, cancerous. So bad either way. Yeah, don't want that either way. <laughs> it's bad, and it's kind of crazy because I've actually um, so many people that I run into have eczema, and mm-hmm. testimonially, like I, I'm not pro- I'm not here to prove something, right? Because <laughs> I don't have proof. I I yeah. haven't done the studies, but yeah. I know tes- testimonially, everyone that's coming to me is telling me that their skin doesn't flare up. On their hands from from the non-alcohol from no from from our ethanol oh okay so you're still using ethanol but it's just like a different i'm using i'm using one with an additive that's generally using cosmetics because uh, that's your background yeah that's my background and you know people i i want people to know this they should be using sda 40 like everyone that's making liquid chalk should be using sda 40 Mm. because it is Tested, it, safe. You can look it up on the on what is it? Oh, I forgot board. I forgot. I don't remember what it was because I don't really make products anymore. <laughs> but there's a way to check uh, uh, how safe some ingredients are, and it's readily available online. So people can look it up. Ethanol is very dangerous if you're not if you're not using a cosmetic grade one. If you're using industrial grade one, which people, it's cheaper, obviously, and that's why people do it. And it's not safe. And people might be producing liquid chalk without even knowing they're harming the greater environment. I mean, the, the masses of people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's not their fault. They just don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. So, some people just, they want to start a business, you know, they're trying to make money, but then they don't, they don't, they just have it. They're not in it like I am. They're not a and biochemist. They, they're not, they're not a chemist. <laughs> they have products for years. You know, I I learned all this when I started becoming a chemist. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Walter White of the chalk world. Maybe that's the yeah. episode. I am Walter White. <laughs> Breaking bad. Exactly, <laughs> you, you know, everyone talks about I'm a chemist. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm like, I'm more like, I describe myself like as a chef. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Walt said the same thing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> because you know, cooking is like chemistry too. You're basically combining ingredients to yeah. make it taste better, and then exactly. You know, yeah. All right, okay, I I'm a Walter White. I'm a chemist. 
Jeez. Um, well, moving on from from that. <laughs> uh, what's a question I'm I'm not asking you that I should be about this business? Um, I don't know. Okay, cool. I mean, if you can't think of any. I can't think of any right now. I'm not much of a ask me the questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. That's my job. Sorry. Um, I don't know if I have any more questions for you. I think that's really all I got. I mean, we talked all about the brand, we talked about the science behind the brand, which I think I've never I mean, I haven't been in the game for a long time, but I haven't How long seen... have you been uh about a year at this point oh nice but the, enjoying it. i'm yeah i'm definitely enjoying it that's why i keep that's why i got all my friends to go with me um but the chalk that i've bought has kind of just been like oh it's there it's like at the store like i'll just i'll just buy this chalk and the i the only discernible difference that me and my friends have made is my friend got like cheaper chalk and it didn't feel as good and then i got more expensive chalk oh. And it felt better. And now with your chalk, first of all, it's soft. It's very soft. The the uh, powder chalk. I've never used liquid before. I only use powder. Um, but it's softer. It smells better. I haven't used it extensively for climbing, but I I I'm just saying. I also like I also like your crumble that you make. Like the the actual crumbles you make are good. Um, I like the shape of them and the feel of them. But anyway, that's it's all that's that's all me. <laughs> So full transparency, right? Uh, I don't make my chalk. And yeah, I know. I don't. Uh, I, I distribute chalk. I right. source chalk from around the world. Um, mm. You know, um, you're asking about cheap versus premium chalk, right? And that's even a hard one for me to answer, right? Mm -hmm. um, I've, I want to go back to... <sighs> The reason why I know our chalk is better, it's because I've tested our chalk. I've tested various chalk vendors and, you know, and the best person to, to test chalk on is to test it on a person that's using the product, right? Yeah. And who has yeah, makes sense. hands because it's easier to see and to distinguish whether or not it lasts longer or not. And so I've been testing it on people with uh, hyperhidrosis and I have videos. <laughs> I, I would I do A-B testing. I would go, here's shock A, here's on-park shock. Here's shock mm -hmm. B, here's on-park shock. Let's weigh the same amount on each hand and then just put it on the hands. And because people with hyper hyperhidrosis, they sweat within 30 seconds. So you can wow. see. Wow. Yeah. Like, I have, I have my, my brother and my girlfriend have it. So I've been testing it on multiple people. So they're like the best test subjects. Uh, and so I have test subjects here. And, you know, I can't say that I've done enough studies. I've, I've done maybe a handful to 10 people where I've tested, where I've done this A-B testing. And I can tell the difference that when, when you're, when I, I have videos where there's chalk on both hands and they're moving it. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're, they're, uh, they're basically moving around the hands and spreading out the surfaces. And then yeah. over time, you can see that one hand is caked on better than the other. Hmm. And so it's kind of hard for me to discern whether or not what they're feeling is 
less grip or more grip because you know it's not my hands i'm yeah they're giving me their their own object uh, subjective um analysis on how they feel it right and so they're telling me the ones that has the poor quality chalk doesn't feel like they have grip anymore and their hands are wetting through it and they feel that slime so and that you know i would ask them to grip something and you can see the hands slide more easily mm-hmm. and you know it's not super accurate you know you know we're just doing baseline testing but testimonially i can i've been seeing it i've been doing a lot of tests and that's why i know that our chalk is better um but to to know why that's the hardest question right <laughs> that's the question that i'm always trying to answer I I don't know why. I just know that it is. Um, what chalk vendors give you is what they call a certificate of analysis when you purchase chalk, mm-hmm. and that determines the purity of it. And a lot of people would say purity is what purity correlates to uh, better, higher quality. But I don't know if that's the case, right? And I'm not going to claim it. But it may be, it may not. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because some vendors that I source from aren't telling me the complete truth because I'm getting purity charts that are like 100%. I'm just like, as a scientist and as a person that purchases Jesse. other quite often. Jesse, it's 98% pure. Walter was making spoiler alert. Walter was making meth that was 98% pure and it was like and it it was the best thing anyone had ever seen. Yeah. So 100% if Walter can't make 100% yeah I'm just, saying, I'm just saying. There's some clarity in that breaking bad, right? Like this yeah. hard, hard to make things 100%. It that normally doesn't happen. And you know when a reaction comes, there's always a reactant, right? And in reactions there's always a lot of times the racemic mixture where there's two things that come out, not just one, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, but my point is, I don't know if purity determines quality. The only thing I do know is through visual testing that our chalk lasts longer. Does it stick better? That's also a question that I can't determine yet because you know I'm not measuring the the I'm not measuring the the friction between the yeah. two interfaces. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's, that's over my, uh, what I'm qualified for, you know, <laughs> I don't do <laughs> analytical science. And so, uh, maybe one day when, when we have enough money, right, we can actually exactly. figure out the truth because I'm a truther. I want to figure out, I want to know, I always want to know how to, how things work. And that's my goal. And I will figure it out. Eventually. I believe in you. I think that you will eventually. <laughs> I will come, I will figure I will figure exactly how everything is made <laughs> and I would probably <laughs> do a whole like thing on it. So yeah. On crux today sells chalk tomorrow sells uh, why we're here on earth. <laughs> yeah. It's also interesting that people think chalk is how chalk is made. They have no idea because like no one ever goes behind the science of it. Like they don't realize that the precursor to chalk is magnesium oxide, and that's what chalk manufacturers purchase. Mm. Right? Yeah, either. <laughs> no one knows it. Yeah. <laughs> no one actually knows it, but they don't actually, they, yeah. 
that's a high purity uh, manufacturing, and it's no, it's not none of it is none, no chalk, is, no high quality chalk is pure. Uh, high, uh, it's not high quality. Sorry, no, sorry, what's the sorry, sorry, sorry. The highest quality chalk is always synthetically produced, mm-hmm. always, and that's the truth. There's no natural to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's nothing natural to it and yeah so it's always processed highly processed but it's also not dangerous either you know the processes are pretty simple not that bad mm-hmm. i dug into it so yeah, yeah i believe the chemists i'll believe yeah. anything you say man as long as it has your layer of chemistry you can say anything i'd be like yeah yeah that makes sense yeah but you know take it for a grain of salt i'm again not a chemist <laughs> so I I'm a chemist, but like it's such a broad term, you know. I can't, everyone talks about me being a chemist, but it's like saying I'm a, I do math, but math for what? How do you apply it? You know? Yeah. yeah. What, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of um, computer science. Are you back end computer data analyst? Are you a front end? You know this. Yeah, yeah. Broad term. Exactly. Well, nice man. Um, yeah. That's I don't I don't know if I got anything else for you. Hmm. Hmm. That's it. That's all. That's everything chalk related from my journey. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's a great story. It's, uh, it, it gets crazy. And, you know, I can't, it's hard to speak in layman terms because it's so specific. Yeah. What, what we're talking about. Now they got Google. If they said something, if you said something they don't understand, they can always just Google what a word means. Like, oh yeah, yeah, nice. They can learn something. But it, um, I guess with that, uh, and I'm not, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, say something. Yeah, I'm not particularly um, literate. You know, I don't speak too well, and so I kind of mix and jumble my words. So I might not very, I might not be very clear <laughs> in what I'm saying. <laughs> no, you're yeah. all good. I understood it, and I'm. I'm a marketing major, so nice. that should that should mean something. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, well, with all of that, I guess I want to say we can end it off. Yeah. Thank you cool. for having me, Therese. Yeah, man, of course. Um, everyone go check out on crux. What is your Instagram handle so they can they can give you a follow? Uh, it is on crux underscore official. Wonderful. On crux is one word. Everyone always spells it. With two words, it's one word all capitalized. <laughs> one word all capitalized, and oncrux.com for all of your high quality liquid chalk and salve needs, and yes. also powder chalk. But liquid chalk is what we're pushing. Yes, <laughs> liquid chalk is what it. I I love liquid chalk. You, I've tested it. You know, it's you use much less. Mm-hmm. Use much less, and it doesn't come off. Have you noticed that, by the way? Have you tried using I forgot to ask you when you were using it on your hangboard. Did you see that it's stuck to your hands and not on your board? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's something, too. I feel like I have to reapply, like, powder chalk when I'm climbing, like, every one or two climbs um, because my hands are so dry. And it's very annoying that I will have chalk all over my hand except my fingertips. And I'm like, well, I guess I need a little bit more to, like, go back on the wall. And your having it... Yeah, so I just put fingertips, but like having it so that I could just like apply. And again, I'll go test in the gym like on Friday probably when I go and I'll let you know. Um, but 
having to just apply once and being able to do like a few climbs would be perfect for me because I have dry hands anyway. I'm not, I don't need to keep reapplying. It's just the fingertips that are bad mm -hmm. anyway. So, exactly. and on the hangboard, yes, it didn't come off. It was, it was stuck to me for a, a good bit. I'll send you uh, my hands off also so we could do some testing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be part of the test. Sure, man. <laughs> I'm curious. I got, I got real dry hands. So I'm yeah. going to be the extreme for you. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Yeah, wonderful. Well, again, Thank you for coming on again, everyone, since we just had a little non-sequitur. Uh, Oncrux.com. Thank you, Michael. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you. And, uh, keep in touch.
Nest knit. 